Hello Creatrixes! Welcome back to Big Creatrix Energy. It is me, Gabriella Rosie. Oh, oh my god, literally this second of sitting here with my giant headphones on, speaking into this mic and yeah, like I'm realising how much I have missed this. Truly, which as we get into this episode, you will see is kind of ridiculous because I've had so, so much resistance to creating anything these past few weeks. Like, yeah, it's been very weird. Very unlike me. Like, I live for creating. I love creating. It's really my favourite thing in the world. It's why I get so much happiness from being able to create and express myself is how I feel most like myself. And, you know, that's why... I actually think it's really important for me to record this episode and to let you know where I've been at, like what the thoughts and the ideas and the things that I've been struggling with and trying to figure out, the things I'm trying to force to happen, try and make creativity go in a different way or make my thoughts and brain be in a different way, all of that fun stuff, you know, because look, if you've ever listened to this podcast or seen my stuff on social or especially if you've taken one of my courses with me before like you'll know that I'm always talking about how creativity works in a cycle. The goal isn't to be productive with what you create. It isn't to have a consistent level of output. That just isn't the way that creativity works. So if you're trying to force that like you're going to be wasting your energy. Don't strive for what is impossible, what isn't the way, the nature of the way something works. The goal is to allow yourself to be in the flow of your own creative cycle. And it is normal to have dips in creative energy and ideas and motivation at every single level, no matter how long, how long you've been committed to your journey with creativity, your journey with yourself and your self-expression, your healing, all of these things, whatever, there's going to be dips there's gonna be ebbs and flows and there can be this kind of gloster of illusion that the person sharing or especially teaching on something has it all figured out and that is trash it's just simply not true ever and if someone ever starts telling you how much of an expert they are or how they know all the answers please sprint in the opposite direction the goal is never to have all of the answers fucking hate know-it-alls, we don't know shit, right? Because what actually happens is the more we learn, the more we go through life, the more we expand our lives, yeah, we pick up a few things, we start to get inklings on a few things, but mostly we realise that we really don't know shit. Every answer that we get is going to give us 10 new questions and thousands of new things to figure out, and then it's up to us to choose whether we want to be whether we want that to be something, a thought that's really overwhelming and it forces us to retreat within ourselves, to stay comfortable, to stay small because it's just too big, there's too much work to do, there's too much to figure out, it's fucking terrifying. Or we can choose to let it expand us. We can let ourselves get goosebumps about all the new possibilities that we've just opened up for ourselves. We can realise that every moment 
can open space for even hotter and even more delicious futures. And we can let that be the thing that propels us forward into them, into the unknown, into the risk, into the space for creativity to create new solutions, new outcomes, new ideas, new things to play with. So of course, seeing all the potential and all the opportunities that we have in front of us, yeah, that sounds like a no-brainer. Like that's the obvious choice to pick, right? But that's where shit gets shaky because it's all the unknown and the unknown is scary. And I think, you know, talking it out like this is actually really making me understand it more. Um, But I think for the past few weeks, it's all just felt very big and very scary for me. That's how I felt about creating again, about sharing again. It's felt very big and very scary. And I want you to understand where I'm coming from here because there's no shortage of ideas. I know so many things that I want to create. I know I can even see the bigger options for the things that I want to create in my work, in my life. All of these things, I can see it quite clearly. Things in my future that I didn't even know were options a few weeks ago. Now I can see how I can quite easily like bring them into my reality. And a lot of what... I've been thinking about while I was away was seeing what it is I don't want to do. Having these really obvious things of, oh, that's not, that doesn't fit my life anymore. I don't want to do that thing anymore. I've evolved past that thing. Let's stop that. And then also being able to see quite clearly the things that I do want to do, the things I do want more of that's really been turning me on, that's really getting me inspired. And you know, now I'm really starting to figure out how I want these pieces to fit together. And yeah, like, I've kind of just been stunned into place by the magnitude of it all. Like, it is a lot of work to put the action on these things that I want to change, these things I want to create and develop. As beautiful and expansive it is, whoo, Starting the momentum on something is tough. And, you know, I think especially going from like two months now of really not doing much of anything to then like wanting to hit the ground going has been, you know, I'm figuring out the energy of it again. I'm feeling back into my own space again. And it's that mix of like, realizing the magnitude of everything that I I, I want to shift and change and create. And then also with the come down of what was the most fun and the hottest and the most expansive trip of my life, for real. So I spent a month traveling around Spain. I was in Barcelona for two weeks and then Madrid and went down to the southern coast. Like it was so hot and really my days were made up with like, where are we going to eat? Where are we going to drink tonight? Staying at the cutest Airbnbs. It was a dream trip. And I actually think I'm really guilty of taking things like this for granted, partly because I am too terrene to function. And so Luxury is like my base level of expectation anyway. That is what I expect from life. But 
damn, this was not my reality not long ago. And that really felt like a big feeling that I let myself melt into a little bit too much when I went to London for two weeks after spin. So I lived in London about, what, like four years ago now? Wild. Um, And I lived there for four years and I barely had enough money to do anything when I lived there. Like things were tight, even though I was working more hours than should be physically possible. And so going back felt like I was confronting this past version of myself head on. London and England in general, obviously, like it's always going to be one of my homes. It just is. Like so much of who I am was cooked up in that city. And so there was a lot of comfort of being back. And of course, seeing old mates and having like those friendships where it's like you haven't skipped a beat. Beautiful. Fucking divine. But then I also like with myself was having this very bizarre, almost dissociative feeling of my life just being different now, of my lifestyle, of my finances being dramatically different. And honestly, fuck, like I wish I just let that feel good. I wish I was able to find the fucking joy in that, that I'm sure a future version of me is going to be able to enjoy because there's no reason it shouldn't have felt good. I was coming back and finding myself with this exact dream life, this exact life that I dreamed of when I was living there a few years ago. But instead of feeling happy for myself, I think I think I just felt awkward, mostly. And I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but something I've been figuring out over the past year or so has been this weird feeling of guilt that keeps arising in me. So guilt about success, guilt that, yeah, I can do what I want and I can live like this, but so many other people can't and so many people have these dreams to create and to travel and we're all just as special as each other, you know? And in London, I start to feel this guilt for my past self, just remembering like how much I was struggling, how far away it felt for me to have this dream of doing art full time, of running my own business, being able to go on trips. The idea of being able to go in Vivian Westwood and buy whatever I want, being able to be generous with the people that I love, like this all felt like it was just some impossible fantasy. And yet the doing of it, the bringing it to life, like it's actually been pretty easy. And so there's that guilt, that weird relationship with the the past version of myself that I just wish that I figured it out sooner. I felt guilty to my past self that she was struggling and I didn't figure it out sooner for her. Um, And it's mad because like when I break these thoughts down and I sit myself and journal with them and all these things, right? I know they don't hold any weight. I know it doesn't make sense. It's just like this weird brain trap that we can find ourselves in sometimes. And I also know that these thoughts, this way of thinking, this guilt, it literally doesn't achieve anything. That's not helpful to anyone. Feeling guilty does not make anything better for other people. Feeling like, oh shit, I have this privilege now. 
feeling guilty about it doesn't help anybody. It's a waste. It's a fucking waste of energy. It's just a stupid, stupid mood to be in. <laughs> and I don't. I know from this experience of feeling this guilt, the thing I want to take from it, the thing I want to actually take action on from it is I don't want other people to be where I was. In that place of struggling to figure it out, struggling to build their business, struggling to find a way it can even happen. I want people to be making their art. The people who want to be making art and making money from it, I want you to fucking do exactly that. And I want you to create a space for yourself in this world. And this kind of, these are the all the ideas that have been screaming out to me over this trip. This is everything that's been, you know, I've been percolating on, right? That this is a huge part of what I'm here to do. And I want to share more about it soon, but it's precisely why I've decided to prioritise my work with the Creatrix Coven and Business of Art Academy for the rest of this year because these are the most transformative and direct ways that I can work with you to create the art that you want to create and be making the amount of money that you want to be making. That's where it happens in those two programmes. So, yeah. But yeah, it feels so fucking important to me to bring people up with me and I know I'm not gonna be able to do that if I just sit in my own guilt if I let myself become overwhelmed by the difference instead of being inspired by the difference instead of being inspired by my own transformation that's a much more helpful and fun place to live because the thing is of course, I have nothing to be guilty around. Like, yeah, I created this this life for myself, this stuff for myself, but also, bitch, so can you. I want us to all see the opportunities that we have available to us together. It's easier to let ourselves get overwhelmed by our capacity. It's easier to be like, shit, all this stuff I can make, that is a lot. I can create that things, but it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot to take big action. That is terrifying. It's easier to leave our dreams as dreams, to settle, to play smaller, to think, oh, this is enough. I'm okay. I've got enough. I'm good. I'm fine. But creatrixes, we do not want okay. We do not want just fine. And we don't have to feel guilty about wanting more than okay. We don't need a grand reason to want more than okay. We can want the luxury and the adventure and the magic and the romance purely because we want it because life is just fucking better with it. It's so much fun when we allow ourselves to have and live out all of the things that we want. And so recording this episode, this is, you know, me deciding to put my ideas into action right now. I am ready to step up to my huge, kind of terrifying, but so deliciously, so hot ambitions. And I want you to join me because if there's one thing that I've learned from my two months of swanning around the world, doing whatever I want, it's that the reality of your wildest fantasies, when you let it play out, when you take the risks, when you fucking jump, 
when you position yourself to do the thing that you really, really want to do and go to the places that you really want to go, the reality of that is so much better, so much better than any version you could imagine. Any version. So I want you to join me in really fantasizing pretty hard about the lives we're going to create for ourselves and taking fucking huge action to make them real. So when we get to chat about the things that we're doing and we're creating, we can be blown away by what we've done and how it's better than we ever imagined. So don't keep your ideas inside of you. That's how resistance builds. Builds when you stop yourself from expressing what is already there. The fantasies, the dreams that you have right now, start making them real. Baby steps, momentum, tiny little things, tiny little bits of creativity, make it real. Let's fucking go baby cakes. I'm so excited to be creating and sharing again. I'm so excited for this new season and whatever this new evolution of me will create. Pedal to the middle with a blindfold on. That is the energy, I think, maybe. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can be, do and have anything and everything that you desire. I will speak to you in the next one. Bye.